we're going with James Bond today. We haven't uh, done that yet, and we're choosing, or I'm choosing, uh, what I think is sort of the quintessential uh, James Bond movie, Goldfinger, from 1964. It was directed by Guy Hamilton, uh, written by Richard Maybaum and Paul Dang, uh, of course, based on the book by Ian Fleming. It actually won an Oscar for Best Sound Effects, ironically enough. Um, the title song was performed by the great Shirley Bassey, who also did a, a couple other Bond uh, films, uh, Diamonds Are Forever and Moonraker. Uh, Guy Hamilton actually directed a number of James Bond films as well, uh, including Live and Let Die, Diamonds Are Forever, and Man with the Golden Gun. So this is really where uh, the James Bond franchise kind of hits its stride. It's the third Bond film. Uh, Guy Hamilton, the director, kind of wanted to infuse a little more humor in that, and I always enjoy that with my James Bond. So, uh, you know, there's a, a little bit more lightheartedness and, and such. Um, this is also the movie where the, the character of Q, who, of course, does all the gadgets and stuff, really kind of clicked. He had been in the previous two movies, but uh, Guy Hamilton wanted uh, Desmond Llewellyn, who played Q, <laughs> to inject some humor into the character and sort of that began that, that friendly antagonism that uh, James Bond and Q have about all the gadgets. And it was sort of the first appearance of Q's workshop where they tested gadgets, and that's always a fun, fun moment in, in the... Uh, the films. This is the first movie um, that had a, uh, a title song play in the opening credit, mm. um, which is in, and it's a great song, the great Shirley Bassey, as I said. It was uh, the first James Bond song to crack the Billboard Top 10, uh, actually going up to number eight, as high as number eight in, in February of 1965. So there's a lot of, of things that really kind of uh, infuse the James Bond mythos that kind of came, came its way in this uh, this film. One other thing, uh, a little bit of trivia for that. This is the only Sean Connery James Bond movie where he orders a martini shake and not stir. Uh, <laughs> and all the other ones that he, he's in, someone else says that line, not James Bond, but this one, uh, it comes from Bond himself. A lot of people wanted to know if the actual filming took place at Fort Knox and Obviously, it did not, but talk about the film locations for the movie, because they were a couple of different places globally. Yeah, um, the irony is that uh, uh, Sean Connery never traveled to the United States to film this movie at all. Every scene in which he appears to be in the U.S. was filmed at the Pinewood Studios uh, in London. They recreated the Fort Knox repository at Pinewood Studios. Um, obviously, there's some exterior shots and, and things like that that are... Um, they were probably shot locally, you know, in the United States. But the, the production itself with Sean Connery was never shot in the United States. Joe Fortunato is with us at Film School. And, Joe, it sounds like you agree with me here, but from doing some reading and getting ready for our show today, many people point to Goldfinger as the movie that put 007 on the map for good. Yeah. Uh, and, and like I said, for, for uh, so many things that, that we kind of, look at as part of the James Bond mythos. This car, his Aston Martin DB5, um, was first appeared in this movie. And uh, originally, Aston Martin uh, was reluctant to, to give them the movies. It was supposed to be a Jaguar, but Jaguar declined. And then they went to Aston Martin. And due to the popularity uh, of the movie, uh, the Aston Martin DB5 gained the nickname the most famous car in the world. And they increased 50% sales after the release of the movie. 
I know I had to have one of those little Corgi cars, Joe, when I was a kid in the mid-1960s because of the movie. <laughs> I needed to have one for sure. So when we talk about filming and locations and then Sean Connery and such in Goldfinger, talk about the villains because everyone loves to talk about the villains in each one of the, the 007 movies. Yeah, Goldfinger, um, we kind of sometimes talk about casting a little bit. The producers wanted Orson Welles to play the villain, Auric Goldfinger, but Wells was too expensive. Um, the uh, uh, Gert Frobe, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, his German name, uh, he didn't, who actually played Goldfinger, didn't speak much English, so most of his scenes he was speaking in German and then they were overdubbed. There was a few lines that he did do in, in, uh, in, in uh, English, but a lot of it was, uh, was in German. In uh, Joan Collins... Uh, once claimed that she was she turned down the role of the Golden Girl, Jill Masterson, who you know famously or infamously was all painted in gold in the movie, um, <clears throat> but she turned it down because she was pregnant with her son at the time. Uh, whether that's true or not, that's what Joan Collins claims. So it's it's uh, kind of a fun piece of trivia. The uh, the co-star of the movie uh, was Honor Blackman, who quit her role uh, on the Avengers to appear in this movie. And she, of course, has a very unusual um, and risque name, which I won't say here on the air, <laughs> but uh, we'll call her Miss Galore for the purposes of this, uh, this discussion. Um, but the uh, United Art and people who don't know can certainly look it up, but uh, the, the United Artists executives were um, a little nervous about the risque name of her character, uh, and they didn't include that, that name in any of the trading cards or promotions and stuff that they did for the movie. Uh, in fact, Honor Blackman actually took a lot of delight in embarrassing her interviewers by repeatedly mentioning her character's name when she was promoting the film. But uh, um, like I said, it was it was a little bit of a, uh, a, a back and forth when they were uh, promoting the film. I love the character, the henchman, Odd Job. And this is an Olympic hero that got this role as uh, Sakata, Harold Sakata. Yeah, he was a wrestler, and uh, this is really his uh, first big movie role. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, he's, he's such a great uh, um, great Bond character and villain. Uh, he, he really works well in the movie. And, 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 it, and again, talking about um, the, the sort of the, the tropes or whatever you want to call them of James Bond films, uh, a lot of times you would have sort of a, a side villain who wasn't, you know, like Jaws would come up later yeah. um, as an example in, in some of the Roger Moore films. Uh, and Odd Job certainly was sort of that, that sidekick to uh, Goldfinger himself. 